Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's Thursday, y'all, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. That's me. And uh, big morning, big morning, big announcement this morning. I know you think we're going to talk about Britney Spears. Don't worry, we're going to get to her. Oh, yeah, we've got plenty to talk about. Don't worry. But we're going to make this moment a little bit about us and Project Down in Dirty. You were present, Bradley, present and accounted for yes. this morning. Yes, I was. On Live. the morning show when it was announced. Yeah, Project Down and Dirty, uh, year number 11, is it? Are we on number 11? Because last year so. was 10, right? Yes, it was the 10th anniversary last so, year. Which is appropriate because this is our 10th year on the show. Uh, this year, our Project Down and Dirty experience is called construction. Mm-hmm. So now, the world got to hear my first reaction. I want to hear your first reaction to uh, the announcement this morning that we were going to be doing Project Down and Dirty construction. My very first reaction was, OMG, I'm jealous of myself right now. Meaning, like, how cool is it that we get to have this opportunity to get in these big things and dig and excavate? And, like, I am excited. I'm so excited. This is like bucket list, no pun intended, kind of thing. You know, when you're driving down the the road and you Mm -hmm. see these big machines doing the big work, like, who among us hasn't for what? Okay, maybe a couple people. But hasn't looked at that and gone, I wonder what that would feel like. Yeah, I am convinced that this year, more than any year, I think all of us are going to be on board literally and figuratively, with the exception of, of course, the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. And I say that with all love, Lori and Julia, because I don't think that Lori or Julia, maybe Julia somewhat, because I think she is a curious human. Not that Lori's not, but her curiosity lies in different areas. And I right. think that the idea... Of getting into big machinery. Like, Lori would rather Casey do that or somebody else Mm -hmm. around her get on a big piece of machinery and drive it around. I feel like Lori maybe doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I actually think Julia would be fairly excited about this, having a conversation with her. The possibility of doing the construction thing or driving big machinery was pretty enticing. It's like, okay, let's do it. I know, it sounds like fun, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Holly, so you were were pretty excited to hear this. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. Driving big toys. How fun is that? Now, I've done a little research um, because... I've done a little research because I'm probably going to watch every single video there is that exists like YouTube your on way. YouTube about how to operate this machinery um, because I am very excited. Do you know? Do you know? I've gotten deep into the excavator so far. There's no like steering wheel in that sucker. Oh, what is it? Just levers? You've got f- your feet do the steering, not with a wheel, with pedals. 
And then you've got like joysticks that do things. I mean, here's the thing. Everything you know about operating a motor vehicle, I think is not going to be in play. Okay. So like, we're going to have to learn a whole new skill. Well, I will tell you that in my life, I have driven a forklift before and driving a forklift is not like driving any other vehicle. So I'm kind of hoping... I do know that there's like a clutch and a thing and a. Can I ask a question? What does a throttle do? The throttle pushes things forward. I don't know. I honestly have no clue. (laughs) I feel like we're going to have to learn like all new language. I am very excited though. Um, What I'm most excited about is on the extreme sandbox. By the way, it's the extreme sandbox in Hastings, Minnesota, will be the host for our project down in Dirty. Now, I've like admired them from afar for a long time because i think this just looks like the most fun thing to do it literally is a sandbox for adults yeah and you get to play um with big toys yes big toys um i uh oh shoot now i forgot where i was going with that um oh it doesn't matter i just am i cannot wait we are gonna have some oh i know what nope i saw a picture on their website of one of the machines holding a car Oh, yeah. Well, we apparently are going to be doing some uh, demolition experience. The used uh, vehicles was brought up. The destruction of said used vehicles was brought up. So I think and there's going to be a competitive element. Some of us will actually be driving heavy pieces of machinery. Uh, One imagines to determine who can destroy things the best. I don't know what the actual competition will be, but. No doubt we'll learn about that in the coming days and weeks. And, of course, the obvious thing, the thing that we haven't mentioned yet, is we're all doing this for charity. And each right. of the shows has uh, their own charity. So do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what we know about the charity that we're working with? So ours is called, uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Force or Fours, but it's F-O-R-S-E, Fostering Opportunities and Relationships in STEM Education. It is a groundbreaking program in Minnesota in the STEM field, helping kids um, learn about science and math and all of those great STEM uh, projects. And they've actually, from what I was reading earlier, have been, I think, around for about four years. So it's relatively new. Mm -hmm. They've had to make some significant changes because of the pandemic and the way that that changes how we, um, you know, teach kids, right? Mm -hmm. So they've had to, like... Be flexible and maneuver. So I, I'm excited to learn more about this organization and meet the folks that are, you know, helping um, kids learn all that fun, smart, sciencey stuff. So, uh, you know, what's so interesting about this? I haven't had the chance to tell my kids yet what we're doing. Yeah, um, I think they're going to be super duper excited. But little known fact uh, about I mean, we haven't listen. One of the things you ask a child repeatedly mm-hmm. is the age old question. What do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah. And I have a daughter who, as recent as nine months ago, when asked that question, her answer was, I want to work in construction. Really? Yes. Where did that come from? I don't know. And I, well, and I would ask her, you know, what is it about construction that, you, that is exciting to you? And she said, you know, I just like to build things and tear things down. And yeah. I thought, well, like the patriarchy? No, but um, but honestly, I so I think she 
she more than anybody is going to be so excited oh, yeah. about this. My boys will be excited too, right? Big machinery. Oh, for like, sure. Well, we played with all those toys when they were kids. And one of the folks that we heard from this morning, Randy, was talking about how, you know, um, women are actually much better at moving these big pieces of machinery around because A, they listen, which is a skill that uh, not a lot of men folk have routinely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, whether it's listening or what was the other one, like dexterity, just being a far more gentle on the controls than mm-hmm. um, typically guys would be. So, I mean, you know, don't underestimate the ladies. I think a lot of people hear construction wrongly. They, you know, assume that's a men's uh, occupation. Right. Probably right. men thinking that, by the way. But well, yeah. and I think it is, you know, listen, uh, that was one of the things that I heard uh, him say this morning on the air, too, was that women you know, typically they're looking at ways to get more diversity in the field. And when I think about when my daughter said, I want to do construction work, it was interesting to hear how people would respond to that. Mm-hmm. Often they would say, are you sure you don't want to be an architect? Or are, are you sure you don't want to do something else related to building? And she was very firm. No, I want to yeah. be a construction worker. We had a, a project being done in our in our area. And there was a woman who was a construction yeah. worker on the project. And it was like, we pulled her aside. We would talk to her all the time because it was so cool to see, but it does feel like it's a rare thing. Yeah. But women are more than capable of, of operating this big machinery oh, and doing all this amazing yeah. stuff. And they will because uh, there are more women than men on our staff. So, uh, Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, I feel like uh, Steve is really looking forward to having some bro time. I'm not sure what that's about, but I heard cigars were involved and sh- maybe we're gonna shirtlessness. We're going to get all duty. No, that's don't not the right say word. duty. Okay. Um, I will say though, I do think it's interesting uh, in retrospect how completely far off we were with the three clues: outdoors, scoop, and pumpkin. We were very food focused. Yeah, although not. I mean, our listeners not so far off because they did. I think more than one brought up like doing stuff with pumpkins, and I will say that that's part of the experience that you're going to be able to. I think for charity, purchase like a an old pumpkin, an old dusty Halloween pumpkin, mm-hmm. and uh, that'll be part of our demolition experience. That's um, awesome. So more more details on that. We've got so many questions. You know, obviously we have lots of questions because that's in Hastings. We're in St. Paul. How's yep. that going to happen? Yep. We'll have to figure out all of that business. Um, so there's still a lot of you know. Questions not only for the listeners but for us. Yeah, but we are gonna we as as happens with Project Down and Dirty, the answers come in time, and we already know it's just going to be a super fun time. Also, this is like, I think three of our staff members mm-hmm. first time. Well, Grant, oh, this yeah. will be Grant's first oh, time. Kenny's first time. Kenny's first time, mm-hmm. and Rocco's first time. Oh, sure, yeah. So. Rocco's been around when yeah, we've done I mean, it in the past. He's certainly been around, but yeah. he's now part of the show. So, so this will be an interesting uh, and fun kind of initiation for them. I was talking to Grant about it a little bit because he had some questions just about the logistics. And also, this year is a little different because we're still, you know, with the Delta variant, we're still in COVID times. Yeah. It's not, we figured out how to live a little bit differently, right? So it's not like last year when we were putting on a radio play. But we're, we've made some other adjustments. But Grant was asking about, you know, how does this all work? And he had a lot of questions. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Those are going to be good for you to ask. Yeah. Ask those questions. Ask those questions. And the listeners are going to have a way to participate. It, it will be different this year, as you mentioned, the, um, you know, with COVID the way it is. But there will be a way for the audience to participate, not only in person, but virtually as well. So 
stay tuned for more of those details. Um, you know, I know some people look or get excited for like, what's the big event going to be? And it might look a little different this year, but you'll still have a chance to participate. Yes. Uh, and uh, participate you will. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, everybody's going to get an opportunity to participate in listening to Elizabeth Reese deliver all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert coming up next after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here. She's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Hi. hi. Happy Thursday. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, is calling his conservatorship a suspension a loss. And Lynn Spears mm-hmm. is sharing a cryptic post. My goodness. So Jamie released a lengthy statement through his lawyer after the court suspended him as Britney Spears' conservator. Um, he clearly does not agree with the ruling. Well, well obviously. Yeah, because yeah, he's not going to have access to her money. Yeah, he. Um, it's a long statement, but essentially saying he loves his daughter Britney unconditionally. For 13 years, he's tried to do what's in her best interests, whether as conservator or her father. They went on talking about how it began with her volunteer voluntarily entering into the conservatorship. He says this included in helping her revive her career and reestablish a relationship with her children. For anyone who has tried to help a family member dealing with mental health issues, they can appreciate the tremendous amount of daily worry and work this required. You know, and we're going to talk about this later in the show. You won't be surprised. But what I will say is one of the things we'll probably touch on is Jamie wanted like, because people, I think, are confused. They're like, he wanted this to go away, but then he's angry that it went away, mm-hmm. meaning his role. He didn't want his role to, he didn't want to be removed from the conservatorship. He wanted to, uh, for the conservatorship to end. Right. Because that, one imagines, would remove the resources aimed at him and the role he played in that conservatorship. Right. So by just getting kicked out of the conservatorship, mm-hmm. I think that leaves him vulnerable in a way. And I imagine that's why he's, you know, so upset today that, you know, he's he's been kicked out. That he's out, but that the conservatorship yeah. continues. Yeah, so exactly. this is what his lawyer statement continued to say. Respectfully, the court was wrong to suspend Mr. Spears, put a stranger in his place to manage Britney's estate, and extend the very conservatorship that Britney begged the court to terminate earlier this summer. Again, it was Mr. Spears who took the initiative to file the petition to terminate the conservatorship when neither Britney's former court-appointed counsel nor her new privately retained attorney would do so. It was Mr. Spears who asked the court at yesterday's hearing to immediately terminate the conservatorship while Britney's own attorney argued against it. Well, and that's the thing that's so ridiculous is it's so obvious that he's so feeling uh, he's got a guilty conscience and he should. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, and he can't manipulate his way out of this one. Britney's mom, Lynn Spears, uh, shared a photo of a rosary. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Her Instagram stories after the news broke. Hmm. Brittany, for her part, appears to be on vacation with her fiance Sam. I wasn't. Conv- I have questions about all of that. Yeah, like I wasn't sure. Was that an old video they posted? Like the one where she's flying the plane? I don't know. She I, captioned a video know. of herself flying a plane yesterday and said, "Out on cloud nine right now, first time flying a plane and first time in a prop plane." Geez, I was scared. Bringing the ship home. Stay classy, beautiful people. I don't know. Like new whoever, pics coming soon. Whoever's in charge of her social media account has yet to be um, determined. Mm-hmm. At least on this show, I have no clue. There's a lot of emojis and um, spaces, and then exclamation points. It's, I mean, which is on par. I mean, yeah. that is on brand it, for whoever it is right. that is running. And that. it just feels like, um, you know. And again, I like to be respectful of her because I think she's dealing with a lot. But it feel I'm I am her age, right? Okay, so we're about the same age, mm-hmm. and it feels like. If I was writing, if I looked back at journals of my seventh grade self, right, that is how I would write. Well, and the thing to remember is there probably is a level of arrested development yeah. with her. Yes. Um, yes. Because so much of her life was taken over at a time when, you know, she, yeah, she, she kind of stopped. Still very young. Yeah. Which makes you think about like Michael Jackson. Remember, there was always conversations about that as like he always seemed so childlike in mm-hmm. the way that he would speak. Mm-hmm. And and there was a lot of speculation about that type of just stopping. Mm hmm. Listen, Andy Cohen says that Bethany Frankel warned him and Kyle Richards about Erica Jane and Tom Girardi's finances, that this was a well-known secret, that they did not have the kind of money that they seemed to have, and that they were into some shady stuff. Um, and uh, Bethany uh, knew about it and told Andy and said, uh, this is the deal with them. And I'm sure Andy was like, great, that's great. more drama for my show. Terrific. Love it. Can't wait. Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't think a warning is a warning to Andy Cohen. No. no Not in the way that it's is, intended. is actually a reason to step on the gas. Exactly. Or the <laughs> throttle, as it turns out. That's yeah. what makes you go faster. Oh, see? I knew it yeah. had something to do with propelling. Yeah. Us. Yeah. yeah, that does. That's we'll good. That's out. good stuff. So now, of course, um, they are in a whole world of legal drama. I mean, Erica you Jane. can say that. That's putting it lightly. Yeah, I would say. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal says directing her incredible husband, Peter Sarsgaard, was beyond her wildest imagination. How did I not know that these two I didn't were realize married. they were married. Am also, like, what did she direct him in? Um, it's the new film, The Lost Daughter. And they just did a screening of it in New York. And she says that getting to direct him was an experience like no other. It's a movie she directed, she wrote it, and she produced it. And they've been married for 12 years. The entire time, apparently, we've been living under rocks. Yeah, no kidding. Or we just, like, maybe, like, and this is nothing against Maggie Gyllenhaal, but, you know, she wasn't begging for our attention. They weren't relationship. That's actually a really great compliment. Yeah. On this show in particular. Yes. Um, So she said, my husband is just, he's incredible as an actor. He's also an incredible man and he was great on set. Mm. I could totally rely on him. He was just beyond my wildest imagination. Mm. It really surprised me. And she said, um, 
She was asked if there were any challenges that came as they were filming together. Maggie said um, that he isn't the place where the challenges came. He was really the place where the support came. What Aww. a sweet thing to say. That is lovely. Yeah. Is, it's very lovely. And he said that celebrating his wife's directorial debut was special. He said, I feel emotional. <laughs> it's got to be hard to do that. I mean, it's got to be hard to work in that capacity when you're married. Yeah, I don't know. He said she didn't tell me what to do. She just appreciated what I did. There are a lot of directors that I've worked with that respect me, but don't really understand me or see me. She does. And there's a big difference between those things. And he said, my wife demanded more of me. I just wanted to do my best for her. I don't know what marriage counselor they're going to, yeah, but no I kidding. feel like we should all yeah. be signed up. No kidding. In a very healthy like, wow. What's happening with these two? Do it's really have, great. I realize that I'm asking a funny question to somebody who didn't even know that they were married. Do they have kids? I don't know. That's a question because if they don't, that makes this type of relationship more likely. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking, Elizabeth. You totally read my mind. (laughs) And if they do, don't mess it up. All right. If they do, it's a darn near unicorn (laughs) situation going on up in there. That's really publicist. Incredible. Uh, There are photos of Jake Gyllenhaal and his uh, girlfriend. Jake Gyllenhaal is 40, and he's dating a 25-year-old. Oh, okay. And that's what you do when you're an aging Listen, man in Hollywood. that's not why he's my D-bag today, but he is my D-bag is today. Is he really? Oh, yes. And he looks good. He's wearing a really nice, like, velvety suit. What? He must have something coming up. His hair. I mean, maybe he was there to support his sister. Doubtful. Holly, Doubtful. does he have a project coming? Yeah, he's a Netflix movie. There we go. That's what yeah. it is. Oh, is that why he's dating this 25-year-old? And he's been talking about his role in Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. So that, and, that all makes sense. And oh, his, dogs, um, his dogs being neutered. Uh, that's why oh, he'll be yeah. my D-bag later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's okay. nice. Elizabeth Reese. Thanks, friends. Thank, Thank you. you for that dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. We are going to try to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, Holly's got the pop culture mysteries. We got the brains. She's going to give us the blind items. We're going to try to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. In a little segment, we call it Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries like this first one. Solve this. This A-list dual threat actress actually made the suggestion this week after several weeks of filming that the whole production should start again because she didn't like her hair color. What? Okay. A-list dual dual threat meaning movies and TV. Okay. The whole production. I mean, I feel like that could be a Nicole Kidman, but I don't know what she's doing. Uh, it's not a Nicole Kidman. Good guess. She's uh, she's filming something in Hong Kong right now, but she didn't have a beef about her hair color. Mm. Is this going to be so obvious to us? I suppose not particularly, but this project okay. is high profile and it is filming right now. High profile filming right now, and it is. What is filming right now? Honestly, I have no clue. Is it a TV show or a movie that is filming right now for this person? TV show. Okay. Oh, is it like a Jennifer Aniston? No. Oh, I guess that show's already mm-hmm. in the can. Um, is it somebody on Grey's Anatomy? No. Man, nothing can stop that show from being filmed. Is it this a, is well, true. okay, here's somebody who would have the 
uh, appropriate attitude for this scenario. Is it a Reese Witherspoon? No. Oh. But it's somebody who would actually probably have enough power to stop production because of their hair color if they really wanted to. Mm. It's Jennifer Lopez? No. Uh. High profile television project uh. filming right now. This person is starring in it. I believe is also an executive producer of it. Is it a streaming or a net? You said network. Uh, no, it's going to be on streaming, but it's also going to be on a pay cable network. Mm. So like an HBO Max experience? Yes. Okay. Is it so is like it- in an, another, is it like in a second season or a? It's a continuation. Okay. Is it the Game of Thrones thing? No, oh. it's not. They just CGI uh. somebody's hair, which is probably what they'll end up doing with this show too. CGIing people's hair. Yeah, well, everything is CGI. So this person is the star of the show, the main character in the show. She doesn't like her hair. And the show is very fashionable, so that would be an issue. Oh, it's a fashionable show. Oh, Sex in the City. Uh, no, yes, am I correct? Yeah. Yes. Is it Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. She doesn't uh, like her hair color? She didn't like her hair color, you guys. So Sarah Jessica Parker Gosh. actually made the suggestion this week after several weeks of filming that the whole production start again because she didn't like her hair color. Um, that's probably not going to happen. That's called you fix that in post. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Also, like, can I just say the obvious thing, which is, oh, to be Sarah Jessica Parker, where your biggest problem right now is your damn hair color. I wonder why she didn't like her hair color. I think that there's kind of elements of gray in her blonde right now. Like she mm-hmm. thinks it looks too gray or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally making that up, but it, it sounds like a good story to me. So, there you go. I mean, okay. By the item. All right, this next blind item has Big words. problems. Big problems. This next blind item has some big words. So listen carefully to the following. There's three people to think about. This A-list mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner is really quiet about her personal life. This whole new relationship she's in is not going to be quiet, and it has her distressed. She is so quiet about her personal life, you probably don't know she was pressured by a foreign-born A-list co-star of her franchise to have sex with him. She finally said yes just to get him to stop, and the next day, he did just that and never hit on her again. Oh, I don't like the story. No. A-list mostly movie? Yes. So three people to think about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The A-list mostly movie actress. Uh-huh. The person she's in a new relationship with. Uh-huh. And then her former foreign-born A-list co-star that was in her franchise. Okay. Oh, is... Wait, is this um, Amy Adams? No. Oh. Is this... uh? You said they're in a new relationship. Yes. New we, new relationship or new marriage? New relationship. Okay. And we know about this relationship. It's a publationship. Mm-hmm. Oh. Zoe Kravitz? No. Is it, uh, what's her name? Olivia Wilde? No. Sharna Burgess. No. I know, I'm, try- I'm going through all of our publications. Should we call them a publationship? Yes, we have had several segments about this uh, publationship. Renee Zellweger. There you go. Zanstead. Aunt Anstead. Mm-hmm. And her, oh, Hugh Grant. Mm. Interesting. All right, fill in those Yeah, blanks. so Renee Zellweger, who's currently in a new publationship with Aunt Anstead, is pretty stressed about it because she's very private about her personal life. That's the reason we probably don't know the story about the time 
that Renee Zellweger was pressured into having sex with Hugh Grant on the set of the Bridget Jones movies. She finally said yes to shut him up. And then he never hit on her again. So gross. Yeah, well, that sounds... And also not surprising. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds pretty... Par for the course. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery Colleen and Bradley solved this. Did you know... The Svengali and the soon-to-be husband of the singer in quotation marks are friends and have known each other forever. Anti-lawyer didn't know this until yesterday mm. morning. So it's Brittany. Brittany, but who's Sam Asghari, and Sam Lutfi? No, the Svengali. So this is somebody we wouldn't expect. Yes, and it would make an interesting um, thread in this story. Is it and it's somebody that we know is in the Britney Spears circle? Well, it's not somebody okay. who's in the Britney Spears but circle. But somebody we know to be a Sven Guli. Yeah. Mohammed Al Turkey. Yeah. Ooh, that's a deep anti lawyer experience. Tell people who Mohammed Al Turkey is. Well, Mohammed Al Turkey allegedly supposedly is a producer who's friends with a lot of Hollywood folk, including Zach Efron, mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez, etc. He's kind of linked into the world of yachting, etc. Lots of stuff. So it's really interesting, NT Lawyer thinks, that Mohammed Al Turkey and Sam Asghari are friends and have known each other for quite some time. And NT Lawyer didn't know this until yesterday morning, so news to him. Interesting. Okay, that's really interesting, and now I'm trying to Google them together because, right? Aren't you? Yeah, of course. Uh, because I'm curious to know if there's any pictures with them. There's no, there's nothing on the Google box, but... Huh. Yeah. So they were basically, I suppose, what we can infer from this blind item is that they travel in similar circles or have had travel, which in is not all circles. that unsurprising, right? right? No. Hollywood's not necessarily that large. No, not at all. Very interesting. Mm. Do we have another one? Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. NT lawyer saw the odds makers views on who will be the next girlfriend of the celebrity CEO. The A minus list, mostly movie actress, has the best odds. But would those odds be changed if the powers that be knew she owed the CEO well over a million dollars she has borrowed and has been dodging him like he's a bill collector? Ooh. Okay. Two people. Okay. A celebrity CEO. Would that be like Elon Musk? Uh Uh-huh. And what else are we looking for? An A minus list, mostly movie actress. Amber Heard. Oh, good one. I don't even know where I got that. <laughs> Pull it out. I did. Well, here we go. So apparently, NT Lawyer is saying that the odds makers view on who will be the next girlfriend of Elon Musk is that makes sense. Amber well, Heard. I mean, it's not like completely out of the realm. Right? Right. But apparently, you know, uh, Amber Heard has borrowed about a million dollars from Elon Musk and doesn't really want to pay it back and has been dodging him like a bill collector. So they're probably not going to get in a relationship together. Interesting. I'm just looking to see, and now I need to go to Sam Asghari to double check. Um, I wanted to see if either he or uh, Mohammed El-Turkey were following each other. Oh, that's a really good... And so far, I'm not coming up with anything. Okay. So I don't think they are, but... We're still untangling that mystery. Yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. Uh, is there? Do we have a shorty or are we done? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. okay. Now let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. This foreign-born permanent A-list designer, all of you know, 
has given up on extensions and other workarounds to hide her receding hairline and bald spots. She shaved her head and is going full-on wigs all the time. Oh, Like Anna Wintour? No. A designer. We know this designer. Vera Wang? (laughs) No. (laughs) Foreign-born. She's very fabulous. Oh, Donatella Versace. Yeah. I mean, she is wearing... Uh, Janice's wig. Yeah. <laughs> so from the Muppets. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Whoa, uh, so yeah, Donatella Versace has raided Janice from Dr. Teeth in the Electric Mayhem's wig closet. She's just shaved her head and gone full on wigs. Which would be kind of fun. I mean, I mean, I would. Yeah, I just feel like that would be way I mean, easier. You could roll right out of bed and just pop that sucker on, and yeah, call it a morning. Well, I bet she's not alone. I mean, especially if you have a signature hair look and you don't want to spend two hours in a chair every day. But also, she's got the money to have the good wigs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's got plucked fresh from yeah. the hairs of a virgin youth. She's got a probably a wig room. Yeah. Or at least a wig closet. She probably has a room full of women with beautiful hair that she can just say. She just takes their. I take yours now. <laughs> Get out. Um, that's from. I'm trying to remember who played her on Saturday Night Live. Maya Janice? Rudolph. Was oh. it Maya Rudolph? So, yeah. Get out! I loved it. Get out! Um, all right. Well, we thank you, Holly, for those lovely blind items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a Chonus bonus. This one comes with a question. Uh, that we don't have an answer to. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. We love to tell you about publationships on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We kind of coined the term, not that we're going to I mean, pat we ourselves totally coined the term. on the back. In fact, actually, there was like one reference on the internet before we started talking about it. And um, it so died ours. a slow, it's painful ours. death. And if you Google it, we come up, and that's all you need to know. What is a publationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity. And we like to give them little names, like little cute little couple names. And this one we call Chonus uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, what is a Chonus? Chonus is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. And uh, when we talk about them, we have a little Chonus bonus. It's time for a Chonus bonus. Also, there are six pages of the word publationship. And they're all ours. And they basically are all us. Mm, we'll take it. Although somebody named Dr. Psy Oncologist. It don't even make no sense. Has a link to our podcast. Really? Nice. I think that's just a weird web. Algorithm thing. situation. Anyway, carry on. Uh, okay, so here's what's so listen, they've been they work it. They work this publationship. I would give them high marks. 
for their publication shipping. Yeah. Because Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, even though we see through it, the rest of the world pretty much just accepts that they are a power couple. We have questions. Yeah. But here's the latest and greatest out of these two. Apparently, they have joined the producing team of a Broadway comedy called Chicken and Biscuits. Um, and this is and this is where my question comes in. Okay. Uh, Chicken and Biscuits is currently in previews at Circle in the Square Theater. Okay. So here's what you need to know about this. Nick Jonas has had some roots on Broadway. Um, he actually got a start on his start on Broadway, or at least he he defines that. Like they had started the Jonas Brothers, and he took a hot second to hop over to Broadway and do some Broadway work when the, he was very young. Okay, uh, and he's been in other uh, shows on Broadway, including but not limited to, um, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Yeah. But also, apparently, he was in the 2010 Les Miserables in concert. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was... I had no clue. I know, right? Anyway, so he's got some Broadway stuff going on. Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, she wants to be involved in all the things, right? So it all makes sense, right? And they like to do things as a power couple. This is a huge power couple move. Oh, for sure. To join a production team of a a Broadway musical. And this one, um, according to Priyanka, nope, according to, yes, Priyanka Chopra, Jonas, this is her quote. She said, Broadway is back, but this time it's a new Broadway. It's time we see some more diversity on the stage. And this cast and production team is making history on that front. This is a monumental moment for the industry, and I'm overjoyed to be a part of it. This is also my first foray into Broadway, so to bring this show to audiences with my husband, Nick, who has so much experience in the medium and at a time when we need it most is a very proud moment for me. So again, this, um, this, all of that makes sense, and it's all beautiful, right? This is like we're bringing diversity to Broadway with this Chicken and Biscuits uh, show. Here's my question. As I understand it, Mm -hmm. the role of a producer is to be there for, like, to be part of the team that helps create, mount, uh, launch a show. This show's already in previews. Well, I would imagine this is the other part of being a producer, I think, is that your name is going to help publicize the show in a way that it wouldn't otherwise at least that's what happens occasionally in movies holly i feel like you might have a thought about this oh my thought is that they're providing some kind of financial backing yeah and so then they get their name out there and they're going to get a return on their investment or at least they hope so or it's just like we are power publicationship couple look at us we're producing broadway shows together they get their back scratched a little bit but they also the the show gets the benefit of having an article that says priyanka chopra and nick jonas are backing your show so essentially it's not like they've taken this is really just like an investment this is really just like we put some money into this we're going to raise the visibility and hopefully we get our investment. I mean, back. I would think so. It, uh, you know, just like all of the other projects that they do, it's not like they're actually, you know, they seem to be very good at attaching their names to other people's work. You know, they've got their own work, of course, which is their acting careers and singing careers. But then they also have this second layer, which is attaching themselves to different projects, which might not be their own business ventures per se, but that they 
you know, I mean, that's why we've talked about them constantly having sponsorship and SponCon opportunities and relationships with their like business partners. It, he does have his own business venture, I guess. And she must too. Yeah. I just can't think of what they are right now. They just have their fingers in all the things. They definitely do. And I just want to say the production team that they are joining is like many people long. Uh, so Jonas and Chopra join a producing team that includes Pamela Ross, Hunter Arnold, E. Clayton Cornelius, Liam Michaelos, Kayla Greenspan, Maple Seed Productions, Kurt Cronin, John Joseph, John Paterakis, and Invisible Wall Productions. So that is like a mighty crew of folks behind this chicken and biscuits. And they are adding their name to the roster. And I, I yeah, I think you're right that this is really about kind of raising that visibility. And I think they just have a really good business team that helps get them, you know, like somebody's out there going, hey, uh, my friend Charles, he really wants uh, some more investment on this show and it would really help. And you don't have to actually give that much money, but, you know, it would really go a long way, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if any of that is true, but that in my head sounds like a good story. Well, I to just tell. go back to how how many times have we said, I wish I could just be a fly on the wall in these spaces to see how Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas do their business. Like how do they get matched up with each other, mm-hmm. with the SponCon opportunities that they have, with, you know, his putting his name on his alcohol brand. What is it, vodka? Mm-hmm, I think I can't remember yeah. what's it. maybe tequila. Is uh, it? You uh, might be right. Uh, you know it is it's tequila. So successful, we don't even know. No, it is. is definitely tequila because he and his brothers were getting crunk on tequila in their, uh, and it was his tequila. How could we forget? It's- How could we forget? Uh, when we come back, it's called Villa One. By the way, on, uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. What's the little thing that's bringing you joy lately? 651-641-1071 after this.